Welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast, bringing you hints, tips, advice and inspiration as you walk your path to living a rich and full alcohol-free life. Discover why sobriety is the most loving gift of self-care and self-love and how you can feel empowered and joyous with your choice to live the abundant life of alcohol freedom that you deserve. I'm Gail MacDonald, coach, teacher, mum and tea drinker, living a life of alcohol freedom and I'm here to help you to transform your relationship with alcohol in a way that feels good so you can live the life you deserve without alcohol holding you back. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Good morning. How are you? I'm so excited to be here today to record this podcast, which I've been dying to record for such a long time. And it's probably one of my, you know, most favorite topics in the whole world when it comes to sobriety. And it's how to create a vision for your sobriety and why you should have one. So let's get started. And I'm so excited to share this with you this morning. And I've written lots of notes. So I'm going to apologize now if I get carried away. And if you can hear me turning the page because I didn't want to miss anything out. This is such an amazing topic. And it's something that makes me feel good. It's something that my members in the membership get excited about. And it's actually key when it comes to living a rich and full and abundant alcohol-free life that you love. So if you're wondering what the heck has a vision got to do with, you know, not drinking alcohol, then I'm going to explain all in this podcast. So how to create a vision for your sobriety and why you should have one. And I wonder, have you heard of the law of attraction? I'm actually studying the law of attraction right now. I'm doing a little course in it because it absolutely fascinates me. And while I've been using the idea of having a vision for your alcohol-free life, with my my members, with my one-to-one clients, I wanted to know a little bit more about the science behind it. I wanted to know why it's so important and why it works. Um, so that's why I've been, or I am, doing a little course on the law of attraction. But don't worry, I'm not going to bamboozle you today with lots of science. Um, so yeah, the law of attraction... Um, visualization techniques, vision boards, mantras, affirmations, you know, they all form part of my vision of my sobriety. They all form part of my, um, my daily life, if you like. Um, because since stopping drinking, I've been on a bit of a, a journey, as you know. When I first stopped drinking, I just stopped and the only tool that I had in my toolbox was cake and, um, you know, DVDs of an evening. 
and that's all it was and I just kind of managed to get through each day as it came but I wasn't I didn't really know what I was doing I wasn't really <clears throat> intentional but I've started to be a little bit more intentional about my life and I'm you know really interested in how being intentional intentional and having a goal and a plan and a vision can help us to get to where we want to be because at the end of the day you know if you're listening to this right now you want to stop drinking because you want something else you want a better life um, but I just wondered do you know what that looks like and more importantly do you know what that feels like um, and you know from my point of view why am I doing what I'm doing in the long term? How do I want to feel? Um, what do I want to do with my sobriety? Because, you know, it's a gift. It's such an amazing thing. And we can do so, so much when we're no longer numbing out with alcohol. So what do you want to do with your sobriety? What experiences do you want to create for yourself and your family? What do you want to achieve? Where do you want to go? And again, more importantly, how do you want to feel? So as you can probably tell, I'm really excited by this topic. It's so important and inspiring. And I do teach it a lot in the membership, as I said. It features in the virtual sober retreat. And also it forms a big part of the coaching that I do. Um... So why is it important then? Why am I so excited about this episode today? And why is it important to have a vision for your sobriety? Well, I'm going to tell you. Most of us start this journey from a place of shame, guilt, regret, and probably, you know, being hungover. And those awful feelings that we're all too familiar with. Um, you know, those horrible feelings of anxiety and guilt and dread and shame, they do serve as a reminder of why we want to quit drinking because we never want to feel that way again, do we? And in the early days, it's actually something that we hang on to, something that I hung on to. Um, you know, um, I just knew that I didn't want to ever feel that way again. I just didn't want to have to deal with those awful feelings and emotions anymore. So I did kind of hang on a bit to how bad alcohol made me feel. Because I didn't want to feel that way anymore. Um, and while kind of holding on to these bad feelings, in the sense that we don't want to experience them again, while that serves us at first, you know, it motivates us because we don't want to go back there. It's actually not helpful in moving forward. And it's not helpful um, in the long run. And it's not helpful for two reasons. The first reason it's not helpful to hold on to those horrible feelings of shame and guilt and regret and, you know, just being ill from a hangover is because, you know, why would you want to keep going back to that? 
Why would you want to keep reliving those feelings? Why do you want to keep punishing yourself by revisiting the past? Um, I remember I read a book by Jason Vale, um, and I hated the book actually, but he did say something really empowering in that book. And it was, you know, when Nelson Mandela finally got freed from prison, he didn't write, okay, um, about the badness of being in prison. He didn't dwell on that. He moved forward with his life. He looked forward to what he could do instead. He looked forward to what he could achieve now that he wasn't in prison anymore. And it's quite dangerous to always look in the past because if looking back in the past makes you feel awful, then that's when it becomes so easy to turn to the thing that will stop those feelings of, you know, shame and guilt and regret. It becomes, you know, tempting to dull the pain with what we've always done in the past, which is, you know, drinking. Um, so be like N Nelson, I can't even say his name, be like Nelson Mandela and treat your new alcohol-free lifestyle as if you are leaving a prison, because I suppose that's what it is like. You know, when we're drinking, we are trapped in this prison Often the worst prison is the prison of our mind. And when you actually stop drinking, you free yourself and liberate yourself. So look to that instead. Don't keep looking back um, to where you were before. Because it's not helpful and it will just make you feel crap. Okay, so that's the first reason why it's not helpful to keep going back to those awful feelings. Um, and the second reason why it's important to look to the future is because actually our brains do quickly forget how bad it actually was. And maybe you've experienced this yourself. Maybe you've been sitting there having a craving or maybe the romantic notion of a drink has popped into your head. And you find yourself thinking, hmm, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. And that's because the brain intentionally, to protect us, blocks out just how bad it was. You know, if you've ever had a baby, <laughs> you know that in the moment it was excruciating. It was awful. It was horrendous. Even if you had a lovely, wonderful, glorious experience it was still probably a little bit painful. But then we forget, you know, I know that the birth of my first son was uh, so, so traumatic. But I can't remember all the details because my brain has intentionally blocked those out. I can't feel the physical pain that I felt anymore. And that's the same with hangovers or, you know, um, drunken behaviour. We might remember the event that, you know, really embarrasses and shames us. But we don't 
truly remember exactly every detail of the feelings and the emotions. And that's because our brain protects us from that. So it's quite normal that you might think, maybe I wasn't that bad. It's your brain. So don't listen to your brain. Listen to your emotions. That's what we're going to do today. Okay? Don't focus on the past, but focus on the future. You know, after all, we are all on this journey because, as I said, we want a better life. We want to do things. We don't want to be in prison anymore. So it's important that you focus on and get excited about where you want to go, what you want to do, and more importantly, how you want to feel. Okay? It's it's nicer. It's much more fun. It's inspiring to think about what you want from your sobriety. Um, it's, it's just so much fun to think about where you want to go, what you want to do, what you want to experience. And the beauty of looking at it from this point of view is that you can, you know, keep going. There's always something else to focus on. There's always something else that you want to do. When you've ticked off one thing, then, you know, you can move on to the next. Um, there's so much good stuff that you can, that you can do, that you can achieve. Um, you know, if you re reach one milestone, then you can move on to the next. Think of something else to work towards um, and look forward to. And, you know, having this vision, this idea of where you want to go, what you want to do, how you want to feel um, is, you know, well, it's at the crux of, of sobriety for me. That's what I feel. And, you know, from my learning of the law of attraction and, and manifestation, it's at the crux of that as well. You know, if you put the good stuff in, whether that be thoughts, feelings, dreams, ideas, then it's so much easier to get good stuff come back for you. You know, if you focus on the negative, then that's what you're going to get. If you focus on the positive, then life is going to feel a lot better. You know, like attracts like. So if you are dwelling on the past, if you are feeling guilty and ashamed and, you know, reliving those moments, then you're not going to be in a very good place. But if you can switch it up, and as you know, that's something that I always say, if you can turn this around, focus on the positives, the benefits, where you want to go, what you want to do, how you want to feel, and feel good about it, then there's more chance that good feelings, good experiences are going to come your way. Okay? So it's about raising your energy to match what you want out of this wonderful life that is sobriety. Um, you know, and if you feel good about what you're doing, then good things are going to come back to you. Okay. Um, but before I go on and talk a little bit more about, you know, creating this wonderful vision for your future, um, I know it can be hard, especially if you're on day three or four 
and you're still detoxing, you're struggling with cravings and you might not be feeling great. You're probably listening to this and thinking, what on earth are you on about? I feel absolutely crap right now. How can I even begin to imagine how amazing I'm going to feel in three weeks time? You know, um, it can be hard to deal with and, and shift yourself away from those uncomfortable negative feelings and, and thoughts. But the one thing that you can do is to make yourself a promise, set a lovely intention and be consistent in trying to look for something positive in every single day. Okay, you can say things like, okay, I'm not feeling great now, but I will feel better tomorrow. Or, yeah, I'm struggling with these emotions, you know, I'm struggling with the guilt and the shame, but I know that it will pass. And by using that word but, you can acknowledge where you are right now. And then also give your give yourself a chance to see the possibility of what is to come. And that's important. You might not be able to see yourself fully in maybe two or three months time. But just knowing that it's possible for you is often the best place to start. And if you can begin to focus on one good thing every single day then that is going to help you bring more positivity and good vibes to your sobriety okay so there are some things that you can do right now no matter how you're feeling um, and they don't take much effort or time but they will help you to feel good about your sobriety right now, no matter how you're feeling at the moment. Okay, so the first thing, and this is, you know, something that I talk about quite a lot. I had a chat with one of the lovely members yesterday about this, actually. And it's gratitude, you know, gratitude is the best thing that you can try to bring into your daily life to help you feel good it's getting back to what we talked about at the beginning you know when you're feeling good then it's easier to feel better when you're dwelling on the negative and the bad things then that's just gonna bring you down and the easiest way to feel good is to think about what you are grateful for because no matter where you are, no matter how you're feeling, there will always be something that you can be grateful for. Now, you don't have to start a daily gratitude practice where you write down 10 things that you are grateful for. Because um, <clears throat> that can be overwhelming and it can make it a chore. The one thing that you can do is just think about something that you are grateful for right now. You know, what are you grateful for right now? I'm sitting in my car on a Saturday morning. It's chilly outside and I'm grateful that I've got a blanket to keep my legs warm. 
you know, it can be as simple as that. And how I do my own gratitude practice is that when I'm cleaning my teeth in the morning, I run through in my mind as many things I can think of to be grateful for, you know, during the time it takes me to clean my teeth. And I just, you know, think of anything, my cup of tea, my husband, my children, a roof over my head, my new pink socks, my new toothbrush, the warmth of the bathroom. You know, it can be big and profound or it can be small and simple. But the point of having a gratitude list is that it makes you feel good and it actually reconnects you to what you do have. You know, if you always focus on what you're lacking, then you're just not going to feel good. But if you can really show gratitude and appreciate what it is that you have already, then you're going to start to feel better. So gratitude, that's the first thing that you can do to try and bring some positive energy to your sobriety. The other thing that you can do is to just, you know, live in the moment and try and be present. This is a whole other topic, uh, so I'm not going to go into so much detail right now. But my coach once said to me, wherever you are, be there. And it was honestly the, the best piece of advice that she'd given me. Because so often we are doing one thing and thinking about another thing. We are maybe spending time with our kids, but really... We're distracted because we're thinking about dinner or, you know, what we have to do later on. Um, We might be talking to somebody but not really listening because we're running through things in our minds. And, you know, it's so important to be in the moment and actually get as much joy from that single moment as you can, whatever it might be. You know, there's kind of gets back to mindfulness practices as well. And we were all actually looking at mindfulness in the membership this month. But being in the moment and enjoying that moment for exactly what it is will help you to be more present, help you to be more calm and focused and it will stop you, you know, worrying about things that or thinking about things that you can't control right now. So try and just live in the moment and be present as much as you can. The other thing that you can do to bring some, you know, lovely positive energy to your sobriety is to do one thing every day that makes you feel good. Whatever that thing is, do it. Don't feel guilty about it. Pick a thing and just go with it. And do one thing every single day that makes you smile. I'm losing my voice, that makes you smile, that makes you feel happy um, and that makes you feel good because, you know, we deserve to feel good no matter what. Um, And thinking a little bit more about creating a vision for sobriety, having this idea, this goal, this dream, um, you can start right now by maybe thinking about one or two things that you want to do with your alcohol-free life, you know. Um, And it could be a small, simple thing like 
getting back to the yoga practice in the morning that you promised yourself. Um, another thing that you might want to do with your new sober life is actually read a book or maybe tick off those little jobs that you've got around the house that you never do because you're either too tired, hungover or drunk to do them. Okay, um, so write down one or two things that you would like to do with your new sober life and make it small, um, achievable and actionable. Okay, and then, you know, make, take steps to do that thing. You know, um, maybe just by making your bed every morning is going to make you feel good. Maybe paying that bill that you've been putting off for ages is going to make you feel better. Um, eat something nice, you know, tidy a drawer. Um, do one thing that's been on your list for a while and I promise you'll feel so much better when you've done it because of that sense of achievement you know when we take action do something we feel amazing when it's been done so allow yourself to feel amazing by doing that one thing that you've been putting off um because you know now you can do it now you can you've got the energy the clarity the motivation so don't put it off any longer. Go and do that one thing. Okay? Um, so there are some things that you can do right now to start to make you feel good and happy and positive about your sobriety. Um, and if you're ready for more, if you want to delve into this deeper, um and begin to visualize and begin to intentionally create your new alcohol-free life, um, then I'm going to explain a few things that we can do that do take a bit more energy, that do take a bit more effort and time. Um, but this whole idea of visualizing, creating a vision board, um, a bit of law of attraction and manifestation and uh, we're going to be delving into this in so much amazing lovely detail in our membership in April we're going to dedicate a whole month to this very topic so if you're interested in this if you want to learn more then I'd love for you to come and join us in the membership it's such an amazing space uh, we have so much fun and it's so supportive and welcoming and we do amazing things together. And in April we're going to be visualising um, what we want out of our new alcohol-free life together in great detail. So if you're interested in that then come along and join the membership. I'd love to welcome you. But for now... Um, I just want to share with you a couple of my favorite tips on visualizing and creating a life that you love. The first thing is actual visualization. And I don't know if you've done this before or if you've heard of it before. But basically, um, if you can visualize 
a situation where you are doing the thing that you want to do, then it's like you're already doing it in your mind. Which is why, incidentally, when you sign up to Sober Bliss, you get your free guide to um, getting through wine o'clock. And there's also a guided visualization that you get to help you. Because if you can visualize yourself getting through wine o'clock without drinking and feeling good, if you can do that again and again and again in your mind, then when it comes to doing it for real, then you've already done it. You know, you've already got the skills, you've already seen what you're going to be doing, you've already felt how you're going to feel. And when it comes to doing it for real in real life, then it's so much easier because you've practiced it, because you've done it in your head. And this is because the brain actually doesn't know the difference between what we imagine and what we do for real, which is why you know, athletes do this all the time. Musicians do this all the time. Um, because it's it's like having a dress rehearsal. The more you can see yourself in a situation, feeling good, doing what you want to do, having an amazing time, then when it comes to actually being in that situation in real life, you know what you're doing, you know where you're going, you know how it's going to pan out. Because you've done it already in your mind. Okay. So the key to visualizing a situation. And it could be anything. You know. It could be your first Friday night. It could be the first outing that you have. You know when lockdown ends. I know a lot of people are worried right now. About what it's going to be like when we are allowed out again. So you might be thinking already about, um, you know, the night out with the girls or your first trip to a restaurant. Um, But if you can visualize yourself in that situation and having an amazing time and not drink, then when it comes to going to that situation in real life, then you know what to expect. And it's a lot easier. Um, So when it comes to visualization, you want to pick a specific thing. So that could be wine o'clock, it could be an evening out, Um, you know, it could be a big thing that you want, you know, you could be thinking about an alcohol-free holiday already. But be specific, pick the thing that you want to do, achieve without drinking And start practicing in your mind. Start visualizing it now. So you you know you need to do this a few times. It does take practice, um, which is why it's a good idea to have a vision board to go with the visualization technique. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But basically, you just want to close your eyes, focus on the event, the situation, whatever it is that you've picked and go there in your mind, paint a picture in your mind and you know if you're not very good at seeing images then focus on maybe feelings instead but go into as much detail as possible. So where are you? Who are you with? What can you see 
what are you wearing um what can you touch what can you taste what can you smell what does it feel like what are you saying you know think about the colors um and is go into as much much detail as you possibly can and see yourself going through this event as you would like to do it in real life and just keep practicing that over and over again um, now as I said we'll be looking at this in so much more detail in the membership in April because it can be quite tricky if you've never done it before so I'm going to be helping you with that but if you can stop practicing now just get an image in your mind of how you want to spend your first sober night out for example and just start to focus on the details and how you want to feel just start with that and keep practicing that until it becomes easier and you will find that your confidence around this situation will increase also because you've done it in your head so many times you know that you can do it in real life without any problems at all and bringing that inner confidence to the event is also going to help you so much if you're having trouble visualizing things in your mind then having a vision board is a great way to help you with this and it's also a really fun thing to do um you know a vision board is basically a board that can be a big piece of paper it can be a scrapbook it can be you know something that you put together on canva and basically it's pictures and words that represent what you want to do and what you want to achieve how you want to feel I remember listening to Claire Pooley and she talked about how she had a vision board and on the vision board was a picture of herself and her family um, on the day that her book was published and she was looking all happy and excited her family had big smiles on their faces and there she was with her published book and this was before she'd even started writing the sober diaries she just knew in her heart that she wanted to write a book so she made a vision board of that exact image and she looked at it every single night before she went to bed to help you know sink into the subconscious that that is what she wanted so it works, it absolutely works. Um, so you can create it however you like. And again, in the membership, we're going to be having kind of a vision board workshop where we'll be looking at exactly how to create a vision board. Um, but it's important because it not only keeps you kind of connected to your dream, but it also motivates you to take action. And it also helps you in those moments that you might be feeling a bit down. You might be feeling a bit stressed or triggered or you might even be having a craving. But if you can look at your vision board in that moment, it reminds you of why you were doing this in the first place. And if you can connect to the feelings of what it will be like to achieve this dream this goal then that will help you so so much when things get difficult 
So not only does it help to keep you connected and motivate you, but it also opens your eyes to new opportunities, uh, new people. Things will begin to come into your awareness that you maybe didn't realize before. Um, you know, the more you focus on the thing that you want, the more that thing will kind of come into your life in different ways. Um, you know, I don't know if you've done this before, but if you've ever thought about a yellow car or if you're thinking about buying a new car, then all of a sudden you'll start seeing the car that you want to buy all over. Or if you think about a yellow car, then you'll start seeing yellow cars everywhere. And this isn't magic, you know, yellow cars have probably been around, but you just haven't noticed them because they haven't been in your point of focus. Which is why when you have a point of focus, when you have a vision of where you want to go, what you want to do with your sobriety, then you start to notice more all of the things that connect to your vision. So people, opportunities, you know, occasions, all of those things. Um, basically, you begin to tune in to what it is that you want. For example, one of your visions for your sobriety might be to do more exercise. So you might start noticing that there's um, Zoom classes suddenly available on the type of exercise that you want to do. You might start noticing um, really fabulous you know, exercise clothes that are on sale. Um, or a friend might even suggest getting together and doing some sort of exercise together. Um, you know, you might get a present. You might spot some really cool yoga pants. So while you are focusing on your dream, your goal, then other little things will start to come in to play to help you achieve your goal. Again, it's not magic, but it's just because you are focusing on it and you are focusing on the feelings um, that you will get when you achieve this thing. Okay. Um, you know, and maybe all that you want is to have somewhere nice to go. Maybe that's your dream. You want to have somewhere in your house where you can go and feel safe and secure and know that you won't drink. So start thinking about that. What does that look like for you? And once you've thought about it, once you know what it is that you want, then you can begin to take action to help you get you there. And that's why it's important to have this vision because you can keep connecting to it, keep moving forward. And keep noticing all the opportunities that are going to help you to, to achieve your dream. Okay, so for example, you know, uh, maybe you want to have somewhere lovely in your house that you can go and just relax. Maybe that's your dream to have a meditation space or, you know, um, somewhere that you can be alone. And it's not associated with alcohol. Um. So get some pictures about of that, you know, what does your new room look like? Now, what can you do right now to help you to make some steps towards this goal of yours? Um, so start thinking now what it is that you want 
out of your sobriety and what can you do to help get you there. So this idea of having a vision or a vision board or practicing visualization is to bring it into your awareness, is to make it your focus. And like I said, right at the start, you know, it's so much nicer to have something to look forward to as opposed to looking back all the time. And if you know me, I'm all about positivity. I'm all about enjoying sober life. I'm all about the benefits and how good it feels. And even though life will get in the way, you know, it's not all pink clouds and roses the whole time. I know that. But if you've got something to look forward to, if you've got something positive and joyful to focus on, then you can turn to that vision, you can turn to that goal and you can turn to that dream whenever life gets difficult. And I'm going to be talking a little bit more in the next podcast about how we can cope with life when things do get difficult and actually having a dream, having a vision, having, you know, connections with how you want to feel, what you want to do, what you want your life to look like forms a big part in coping when things do get difficult. Okay, so, you know, I've kind of waffled on a little bit today about creating a vision, but I hope that it's inspired you. I hope that it's helped you to see that no matter where you are right now in your journey, there is one thing that you can do to make yourself feel good. One tiny thing that will lift you up straight away and will help you to move towards where it is that you want to be. So you can have a big goal, you can have a big dream, a big vision, or you can just have one thing that you want to do. It doesn't matter. But the point is to focus on that, to connect to the feelings and the emotions that you will experience when you do that thing, when you achieve that dream. And focus on it every day. Connect to it every single day. Um, you know, so I want to leave you with, with one thing. Um, and that is, if nothing changes, then nothing changes. And I've said this before. So if you want to change, then you have to start making those changes yourself. And start by having a dream, start by having a goal, start by focusing on what it is you want to go, um, what it is you want to do rather, where you want to go and how you want to feel and connect to that vision, <clears throat> connect to that dream, connect to those feelings, make a vision board, um, do some visualisation whatever feels best for you. The only way that we can really move forward is to know where we want to go. And that is so important in in sobriety. You know, we need to feel good about this. We need to know why we're doing it. But not from the point of never wanting a hangover again. We need to know why we're doing it for the future. You know, what you are doing now is for the future you. 
So what is the future you want to do with her life when she's not drinking? How does she want to feel? Uh, What does she want to achieve? So start thinking about that now. But make it fun because it is fun. You know, have a really good time with this. Allow yourself to dream. Allow yourself to get excited. Allow yourself to feel those wonderful feelings that you will feel when you have insert your own dream here okay thank you so so much I'm aware that I've kind of rabbled on quite a lot today um you know but you know me by now I am not concise I try to be but I don't always manage it but I hope that you've been inspired by today's episode I want you right now to go away and start thinking about your dream your vision for sobriety and let me know what it is. I want to hear what it is you're aiming for. Uh, So send me a message on Instagram, drop me an email and if you found this podcast episode inspiring then I'd love it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review because the more people who see these episodes, hear these episodes and feel inspired then the more people we can help. So I really appreciate you today. Thank you so much for listening. And tell me, please tell me what your vision is for your alcohol-free life. And I will chat to you again very soon. Lots of love. Bye.